Hey, it's Coco and Carly, and we are the hosts of Soul Rehab. Each week, we'll inspire you to get back on Blueprint through our experiences and journey living through a higher vibration and consciousness. Because ultimately, we are spiritual beings having human experiences. This is your vibrational experience. Happy full moon. If you're listening to this today on February 9th, you are in for a treat. This is downloaded, channeled information from my committee of guides that is just giving you the overview on the energy that has been coming to the scene this past, you know, seven to 10 days and also giving you kind of a glimpse into the Mercury retrograde energy. And again, like the next year, the next decade, explaining how to become conscious, how to live a conscious life. And it's jam-packed as usual, full of great stuff. And we really hope that you guys love this one. I think it's great. Carly thought it was great. So take it all in and be conscious Shut your phone off, lay down anywhere where there's no distractions and just be fully present for this one. At the end of the podcast, you will also see a separate download for a meditation. Use this as part of your toolkit for today, for Mercury Retrograde and any other time that the movie of your life is getting stuck. Enjoy. We're back! Surprise! <laughs> it's, like, who, like, who did you think was going to be here when you press play? <laughs> it's just you and I today. No guests. No guests. Oh, oh there's Ren. Yeah. Ren the dog. Hopefully you guys loved uh, last week's episode um, with Scott. Yeah, a little bit of a different tone, but I think it was good. Yeah, I think it was good. Yeah. And that is, you know, the depth of the work that we do. It's not all the interesting stuff that people want to hear about, you know, because right. people are like, oh, I it's want... not the shiny new toy that everyone, yeah. you know, like there's, yeah. You know, people want to, you know, they want to know about energy. They want to know about the other side. They want to know and learn about all those things, which is amazing. But at the depth of our work and the depths of who we are as we, as people, we're energetic beings. Mm-hmm. So we all have our journeys. We all have our stories. We all have our wounds. Yeah. And I think last episode really brought to, to like to the ground what we do like a lot of times like when we start talking about energy and crystals it can seem pretty like up in the air and like or mystical trendy. or trendy but it's like when you actually break it down and bring it home and bring it to the roots like that's what it is yeah it's healing and transforming your life mm-hmm. so today we're super excited um i Every time we do these podcasts, I go into a channel before. We have no idea what our topics are. I showed up today and we had no idea what we're talking about. We never have any idea (laughs) because I go into a full channel before and then the committee of guides talk to Carly and tell her what we're talking about. So I'm so excited for this one because I didn't even realize till right before we push play that this Sunday when you guys are listening to this is like a huge level up. And it is the... I'm pretty sure it's a full moon. Full moon or new moon. No, it's, the, it's, the, it's a full moon. Okay. Because it's a, you guys, a new it's moon. a moon of some sort. When you're Don't listening. worry. We yeah. know astrology, you guys. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It will be the full moon because currently today it's a day 12 of the waxing gibbous moon. Okay. So it's All a, the astrologers out there are cringy right now. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I have an app. So the committee of guides just came through and they had said like our work and what we talk about is energy. We're not... You know, our wheelhouse is not astrology. Um, well, Car- I'm trying. Carly's, no. <laughs> but it's I, not. Yeah, but I mean, you're you're learning birth charts and stuff, which is wonderful. But I learned wonderful. that also from the energy point yes. of view. Um, yeah, so it's still, I get what they're saying. It's not like I'm talking about, oh, Pisces and the sextile of blah, blah. I have no idea what that yeah. means. But I can tell you what the energy of what moon, what it's bringing. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, it's a big week and... If you guys follow any type of astrology, you would know that we are heading in, well, we're already in the pre-shadow of Mercury retrograde and Mercury retrograde begins um, this month and everybody kind of lives in that like fear when they hear Mercury retrograde. So we have a lot to download um, about this all and to help you. So what I wanted to start talking about was just being a conscious 
soul, conscious mm-hmm. human being. You're like, what does and, that actually mean, right? Yes. Like, we always talk about it, but like, what is that? So being conscious means that you are like hyper aware and super aware of everything in your life, mostly, strongly, the hardest is your thoughts mm-hmm. and your how you live. You yeah. Know? And it's really, it's important to note that just because you're conscious, it doesn't mean that you don't have that ego voice still in your head and still are triggered by things. Yeah. So leading up into say this weekend, um, and when you're listening to this on Sunday, you will have notice that consciously there has been things that have been coming up in your thoughts Mm -hmm. that have been coming up in your reality. So how they showed it to me in the channel earlier was, you know, those old vintage, uh, projector screens like yeah. at the movie and I think the movie still the do old it. movie theaters yeah have them yeah. where you have the whole film on the metal the real the real okay yeah. what is happening for all of us is there's a point of our movie that's stuck and it's like replaying the same three scenes over and over and over and over again yeah and what they also said too is it it may even be like an old movie so a past scene that you've been through before but it's coming up and it's just stuck, stuck, stuck. So really think right now, as you're listening to us, what has been repeating itself, especially the last 10 to 11 days previous to this moment right now. Mm -hmm. So what has been coming up as that movie for you that's been on repeat over and over and over again? I know that in my world, because I'm a lineage holder and um, my lineage holder mission is, and my karma that I'm clearing is uh, the poverty mindset. Mm -hmm. So my view that is coming up and stuck is the lack Mm -hmm. and feeling not trusting myself, Mm -hmm. not thinking that I am going to provide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm also noticing that the conversations that are coming into my awareness with everyone is people are talking to me about their lack. People are talking to me about their finances. People are talking to me about how hard this is or how they can't get ahead or they, all the things relating to lack and and money. Money, yeah. Straight up. Yeah, you actually said that to me. You're like, it's so interesting. Before we did your channel, before we hopped on the podcast here, you're like, all the the conversations lately have been around money. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's my movie that is stuck. Yeah. Right. So when I pull back the layer now, because I'm like, okay, ting ding ding ding, like it's it's making sense. Okay, this is this is the work that I feel that I've been stuck on for a long time, and. I actually did work yesterday in my meditation and they told me, Hey Coco, 98% of you is in alignment. Mm -hmm. 2% is not. Mm -hmm. And that 2% is addicted to the pain. So I was like, what? Oh my God. Okay. It resonated. And then Carly shows up today and I had to get her to dumb it down for me. So explain that. So I'm addicted to the pain with the view of the movie that's stuck. Yes. Okay. So anybody else who can resonate with this, your movie is showing something. It could be lack like me. It could be relationships. Mm-hmm. Carly's would, would be. Mine's literally just standing in my power and knowing that what I know is right. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> or breaking, trusting my instincts. And we did a whole density session on her last week and her, her session was amazing because I hadn't done density on her in almost two years. And, um, hers was very much, you know, yeah, standing in her power and rising above the programming and conditioning from specifically mother and father. Yeah. Right. It was like the influence from the mother and father and me standing in the middle, basically just saying like, I, I know who I am and I know what I believe, but I'm still being swayed by both sides by their influence. Yeah. And like coming right down to like her food choices yeah. and, you know, not really, um, rising yet because she's still eating, say the same food that like her mother and father programmed her to yeah. or raised her to. So when I worked on her and we got to the root, like you were telling me after, like your stomach was pulsing. Oh, it was like, it hurt. Like it was yeah. hurting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because like I can see the exact route and my hand was on it. It was like, pop, 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 pop. I think pop, I started pop. laughing. You did. I actually started laughing because I know what to expect still, but it was so strong that I, I was like, I don't have to cry. I have to laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was so strange. So that was her density. And then I would say that that is kind of, to be honest, that's what's probably coming up the most for you too, is like, you know, the fitness, the mm-hmm. eating, the mm-hmm. like everything where it's yeah. like moving into her power, her alignment. So true. And also a lot of conversations that I've been having in the last 10 days are literally, <laughs> I actually saw someone I hadn't seen in a really long time in a coffee shop and he came up to me and was like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? You look like you just came back from the spa. So that conversation then goes back to who I am being in alignment, right? Yes. But still being, I'm still being swayed by these other forces, but the conversations are still around that, but who I am, how I'm presenting myself, that's what it's coming back to for me. Yes. So yeah. that would be what your movie is kind of stuck on right yes. now is it's like, are you, you sure? Are you sure you yes. still want to change? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> yes. And then, you know, you can then spiral back into, you know, what I did this weekend. I was, I spiraled back into density. I was aware, I was conscious that I was moving down into that lower vibration of fear of this is all fucking bullshit. You know, Mm -hmm. the whole victim mentality, like the whole thing. I did that all day Sunday, you know, and that happens. I'm not perfect. Carly's not perfect. The journey to this is not linear. It is multidimensional. So because I have that 2% of density that's still pounding at me and that movie's on repeat, it's forcing me to be conscious and to like really look at myself. So when the committee came through in my work yesterday and said, you're addicted to the pain, I was like, oh my God. Because instantly if, you know, say I couldn't pay a bill, but if all of a sudden I got the finances to pay that bill, I'm you're calm. Okay. I'm calm. So it's what I was saying too, it's almost like not even addicted to the pain. You're addicted to the high you get after the pain has been resolved. Exactly. You know, it's like, yeah, for me, how it used to show up is I had a really difficult time with relationships and I'd have a lot of anxiety around the people that I would have relationships with. Mm -hmm. I would text them, maybe not get a response right away and instantly have this massive anxiety. But as soon as I got that response back, I'm fine. Like instantly. Like instantly. And that would have been, um, and that's a good example because Carly at that time had a strong, strong father wound and a strong self-worth wound. Yes, so it was a perfect storm. So it was a perfect storm. So that was her movie on repeat stuck, right? Mm -hmm. So those lessons, those illusions kept showing for you for Mm -hmm. months upon months upon months. And she would like you know, in our session, she'd be like, I I can't handle this anymore. Like, why won't this shift and get frustrated and angry? Like how I was on Sunday. Because you're still aware. Just because you're aware of what's triggering you or why it's you're triggering or that you're doing it. It's still hard to break the cycle. Like, it's not like, oh, I'm aware of it now. It goes away. No. And you do get frustrated. Like you do because you're like, why do I do this to myself? you're, You're moving that, that, that stuck piece of energy. Like, it's like, you know, when mm-hmm. you're chipping away at something and you're like, God, why won't, why can't I get this to move? Yeah. You know, like they're showing me right now, like how many times in our life where we're like trying to, you know, open up a door that's stuck or yes. do anything. And you're just like trying to get it unstuck. And you're so freaking annoyed. You're like, this is so stupid. Or you lock your keys in the car. You know what I'm seeing right now is like, you know, when you have a really uh, dainty necklace and it gets tied in a knot yeah. and you can't do it. You're like, I know that I need to pull these two pieces, but it just won't untangle. Exactly. So that's energy. Yes. That's the example that we're showing you. So what you're seeing on repeat right now is it's that tangled necklace. It's mm-hmm. that stuck door mm-hmm. and it's going to keep, you know, coming back until you actually just like let go. You always untangle the necklace and open the door but when it, you let go. And it's, oh yeah, I was just going to say, it will always come un, undone or open with like no force. Yeah. Like you're forcing, forcing, you're getting so frustrated. And as soon as you calm down and you look at it from a different perspective with less force, meaning you're in flow, all of a sudden it's like, Oh, well, how many times, like how many times have you, you know, been doing the necklace and then you give it to someone else and they have it done like like five seconds or the jar. Yeah. Oh, I I loosened it for you. Yeah. No, it's, it's just a different perspective with different force and it's lighter. So when you're conscious of this energy that is appearing to you, 
it is literally just trying to move through you. It's trying to become unstuck and then you move on. And I've had a lot of conversations in the last few weeks too about, you know, my journey and how like a year ago at this time, like there was no way I would have done this podcast. There was no way that I'd have so many people coming through these events with Mm us. There's no way that I would even, you know, have the social media account I have right now and not care. Like I literally don't care. Unfollow me, follow me. Don't, I don't care. I don't even look at stuff anymore because I don't care. But how I had to get to that place was a level of consciousness and Mm -hmm. looking at this stuck movie that was happening in my life various other times in the last year. Mm -hmm. Right? Like the self-worth and you know, the not being seen and and all the things Mm -hmm. because that is called facing your dark shadow self. Yeah. So a lot of shadow self stuff comes up this week and also this month leading into and during Mercury retrograde. Mm -hmm. Our shadow self is that part of our ego and that part of ourself that like you don't want to look at. It's also the part of you that I would say is in power when you're on autopilot. 100%. Like when you are literally unconscious, that's the part of you that's taking over. It's like when you're driving down the street and you just end up somewhere and you're like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how I ended up here. If you think about that, that's so disturbing because how many people drive around like that? Um, everybody. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's scary. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, and so they're not even driving. That's how they're living their life. Yes. And there's been like so many moments. I don't even know recently that I can remember, but you know when you're like driving and then all of a sudden you like see a house that seems new to you? Yeah, okay, that happened to me recently too. Or you notice something and you're like, has that always been there? Yeah, like that's bad. Because that's how, like I shouldn't say bad, that's bad language. But what I'm saying is like that's, that's just unconscious. unconscious. 100%. Like, the, like yesterday, like prime example, like Scott asked me to pick up, he texted me and he said, did you pick up some flour this morning? And I was like, I wrote back and I go, I must've been really unconscious because I don't remember you asking me for flour. (laughs) Do you want to talk about being unconscious? I looked at Scott two weeks ago and I looked at his tattoos and said, have they always been in color? Scott has two full sleeves of color. Yes. I had never looked at them until two weeks ago. And the blue was just magnificent to me. I know. And you, you both of you looked at me and you're like, what? I know. Like he's had these for years. So that is showing you that like even us have so many moments of unconsciousness and you really want to see how unconscious you are. Pull open your analytics for how much screen time you have on your Instagram yeah. or your Facebook. That it's, it's yeah. sick. Yeah. Like it's sick. And you know, that's been a big goal of mine in the last year for sure when I transitioned off to social media and then had to come back to it is the time limits and, and even like TV shows, like think about it. You can go on Sundays when 90 day fiance is on and all these shows and all of a sudden you've been watching TV for four hours. Yeah. Right. Or unconscious eating. People do that. They'll sit in front of the TV and all of a sudden they're like, wow, I just ate a whole bag of chips. So recognize these, these examples that we're telling you because this is you on autopilot and not really thinking about your life and, and people yeah. go through their life like this. Yeah. Well, exactly. Well, clearly like we were just talking about, but those are also good points to start. Like when we talk about like trying to live consciously, like just start with those small things, become conscious of what you're putting in your mouth, when you're putting it in your mouth, what you're watching, what you're consuming on social media, and how pe- you're responding, the people you surround yourself yes. with, like become conscious of those things and you'll notice like big shifts and just those little tiny Well, we things. were even talking earlier, like Carly and I, I would say pride ourselves on living a very conscious life now. We're very aware. We correct our language. Mm-hmm. We really try and be conscious of how we speak. Um, we try and be conscious about if we are speaking about people. Mm-hmm. I know that we we correct ourselves because and we call each other out. Yeah, on like too. we don't we don't believe in gossip. We don't believe in drama. We don't believe in talking about anybody because they everybody's exactly where they need to be. Just because they might not be on our vibration doesn't mean we need to like gossip. So we always try and like pull ourselves back and look at things as a bird eye view. And so we take a lot of lessons throughout our lives. And like Carly has um, a social media following her, her 
full-time life is, is a content manager and influencer. And we were just like so interested today on like how unconsciously people respond to stuff to you as well. Yeah. You know, that's a, that's another thing for people to notice. Mm -hmm. Are you watching people's stories? Are you commenting on things and being super unconscious? Like we, we use this as a teaching tool, but like the people who comment on her photos don't even read the caption It's and they respond unconsciously. And it's the, I'll, I'll share with you really quick, a funny story. So on my personal Instagram, my well, it's my business Instagram now, but I had done a partnership with a like women's sex toy brand, and it wasn't about the toy that I was necessarily marketing. It was the whole mission behind their company, which is to empower women. Yeah, got it, love it. So I post this photo of me holding this toy. It's a discreet toy but it's a sex toy nonetheless. And in the caption, I'm very clear of what it is. I'm talking about the mission of the company, you know, blah, 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 blah. You don't know how many comments I got on that photo saying, oh my gosh, I love that facial brush. Where can I buy it? Sephora? You guys. So I would reply with eggplant emoji just to be cheeky. But you know what I mean? Like so unconscious. We're clearly just like scrolling. We're just going through the motions in our life. And then you're having this like stuck movie that's trying to get your attention. Yeah. And you're wondering why this keeps happening to you. And do you know what just came to me too? Because it's like it's over. It's replaying over and over and over. You become desensitized to it. Yeah. So it's kind of like... A vicious circle. You're never going to heal that if you don't take the time to stop and like realize it. It's not just going to smack you in the face because it's been smacking you in the face over and over and over again. Then now you're just like, whatever, this is normal. Yeah. And you start start justifying it. Like we were talking about this on the weekend about, um, you know, the poverty mindset and me and my partner were talking about it and I was like, you know what? But think about it. When we ran our company previously and we were flat out, we had no room for air for 10 years. Like literally it was like insane. We justified everything is, Oh, we were hustling. Oh, this is business. You know, we were so, we didn't want to look at the the movie that was stuck Mm -hmm. because we could justify it with, well, this is the hustle. This is business. logically, this is what all business owners go through. So it's yeah. okay. Your ego is like, it's okay. Other people are going through this too. Yeah. We're not alone. And it's so toxic, but that's okay because... Because you're in business. Yeah. And because you then turn to all the other people who, you know, you would say are kind of like you and they would be like, Oh yeah, you got to hustle. And Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. it's so hard. And Oh yeah. You know, it's going to be the highs and the lows and, and which valid that does exist, but it was such unconscious programming. And it was such that movie was trying to get our attention in so many ways, Mm -hmm. but because I had my wounds and because, you know, you sit in that programming and conditioning of the external world, Mm -hmm. I never looked at that movie until literally that movie like just unrolled itself. Well, it's like you're looking at it and you're thinking, okay, it's coming over and over and over again, but it's okay because this is normal. Yes. You but, can, but maybe you took a second and said, do you know what? Why is it okay? Yeah. Like have any of you ever stopped in your life to look at the movie that is stuck in front of you right now? Like, think about that. Honestly, stop right now. Pause this if you need. Grab a notebook and write down the things that are showing up on repeat because every single person has it because it's stuck energy that is trying to to clear itself out so that you can level up. Mm -hmm. And I know this because I've experienced it myself and because I've mentored, you know, hundreds of people. And Carly, my person, my Mm right-hand person sitting right next to me, is going through it too yeah. and has experienced it. Your job last year was one of them. Oh yeah. That was a stuck movie. Yeah. But then you could justify it. Oh, I've, you can always justify it. Your 100%. ego will always justify your, it. Your ego wants to keep you stuck. Your ego wants to keep you in the lower density. Mm-hmm. Your ego wants you, especially this week, especially this month, that ego wants to keep you comfortable. Mm-hmm. So notice 
notice the coping mechanisms. Notice the things that maybe you have moved away from that now you're you're wanting to kind of put a foot back into because ego feels comfortable. Mm -hmm. So using me as an example, I know that one of my biggest coping mechanisms is chocolate. And it's also, I don't drink it. I don't even have it in the house, but a good cold Pepsi. And that's like a childhood upbringing. And you know, I, if like, I love it. So if I start getting those cravings and I'm really like, I'm going to drive 20 minutes down the hill (laughs) to go to (laughs) 7-Eleven, you know, it's bad. (laughs) I have to bring my consciousness level up stop myself because unconsciously I will drive to 7-Eleven and get that and scarf it down without even looking before at why you, I drove there. And before you even get home, it'll be gone. Yeah, it'll be gone. <laughs> I've already cracked that Pepsi and like downed it. But think about that. What is showing up for me that's causing that? That's causing me to drive the 25 minutes to 7-Eleven to get that. Ego will say, oh, well, you're just craving it. Or treat yourself. You haven't had one in yes, a really long time. Yes, you work time. out all the time. You live such a clean lifestyle now, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, right? But unconsciously, I will get in that car and I will zoom down there and think, oh, well, while I'm here, that those one cent candies look really good. Like barf. I don't eat that <laughs> way anymore. But that is where ego is comfort because growing up, love my family but that was like that was comfort Mm -hmm. it was like let's get a bag of chips and pop you know let's do that let's unconsciously eat that well that was probably also your reward system though right yes so it's like hey like hey guys it's saturday as a treat we're gonna go to the 7-eleven so now your ego and your body is like every time i get this i get that high rewarded i'm getting the high yeah yeah so when you're going through stuff so like using me as an example again that movie that's stuck right now on the whole poverty mindset or not trusting myself. So I'm getting stuff that that's, that's hitting those wounds and making me feel like I'm, you know, a loser for life. Mm -hmm. Things are never going to change. Things are never going to change. This is my life forever. You know, the whole victim story that we all go through then what does ego say? Well, then you might as well go get a pop and some chips right now you and a chocolate bar. Well. Make yeah. this a little bit easier for yeah. yourself. Like you'll feel so good if you do that. Right? It's just, so I, look I, at the spiral. I We've know. all been there. I'm laughing because when you actually say it like that, does it not sound ridiculous? Yeah, it sounds and so yet, ridiculous. If we were on autopilot. It, it wouldn't even be a thing. It's not a thing. You're like, well, why wouldn't you? prior to this life prior to my awakening like I would have went and got that and ate that and then like the next day been like I need to like work out I need to be better but you have you're not even conscious you're just on this loop but you know what's so interesting too like even talking about that like I I feel it I'm like oh yeah like a Pepsi would be fantastic like I can taste it I can feel it like that, that is the power of that. Like that's not even my coping mechanism, Yeah. but just through like how I was also raised, like through my, like my programming and like, let's go to 7-Eleven, get a treat. Like I like am getting excited thinking about that. I know, that. isn't it? And but, that's not even like my coping. And I'm like, yeah, let's, well, on my way home, I have to drive by the 7-Eleven. Maybe I'll stop. Yeah. And like, I'm not saying that a Pepsi's not great, but I'm using, I'm using me as an example. Yeah. Because I know right away that if I'm craving that, I'm also avoiding something. I'm not looking at something and I want to like go unconscious. Yeah. Because I want to sit in front of the TV and be unconscious and not look at myself. Yeah. Or my life or that stuck movie. So on Sunday when I was spiraling, I actually texted Megan, my stepdaughter at work. And I said, can you, yeah, can you bring me home a caramel bar and a Pepsi? And did she? Yes. And did you eat it? Yes. And how did you feel? Validated. Right. Well, that's my point. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, like- today's shitty. And this this is how my life is going to be forever. And then she brought home Scott a Reese's because I thought that that would cheer him up. Right? <laughs> Think about this. This is uncon- like, I'm conscious of it. You're like, here's a treat to make yes, you happy. But he didn't eat it. So then I, I ate, ate it, it the next day because I was still in that vibration. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it took all of my work yesterday to become conscious and pull myself up, mm-hmm. right? So I had like that 24 hour, 48 hours on the weekend where, I, and I usually pre-wave the energy that's coming. Yeah. So 
honestly, this is probably going to be people next Sunday and Monday. Well, I guess we can say goodbye to that Pepsi and Reese's sponsorship <laughs> we were hoping for <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. But I pre-wave a lot of the energy. So everybody today, if you're feeling this, which a lot of you are, what are you ignoring? Yeah. What are you not being conscious in your life? And being conscious is this. It's literally being present, okay? That's what consciousness is. When you're unconscious, you are everywhere else but right here, right now. Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest, hardest work you'll do because it's all intertwined with your wounds and your ego. Yeah, I think that's a really good point because I I feel like the commercialization of being conscious has created almost this like God-like person. So think of people like when you think of a conscious person, you probably think of people like Gandhi or like these people that are Mm -hmm. really, really deeply spiritual that have done amazing things. But also know that being conscious does not make you perfect. So even just by listening to the story so far on this podcast, you can hear you're still going to go through stuff. You're still going to make bad decisions, but it's the reflection is what makes you conscious. Yeah. And also you become what, you know, I am say 98% and 2% of that. But that 2%, like you said earlier to me mm-hmm. is so loud. It's louder than the 98%. And I, when they, when they told me that yesterday, then I re, I did some journaling on it and I was like, wow, last year, exactly at this time I was two and 98. Right. So 98% of my life was rocking. Mm -hmm. Like I would say that I was conscious, but nowhere near I am right now. Mm -hmm. Like actually, I don't even know if I could say that I was fully conscious. I was awakened to my gifts and all that. And I've been on my awakening for four years, but would we say I was conscious last year? I Uh, think, you know what? I would say, yes, you were conscious, but not uh, like, like where your wounds were, you were still very unconscious. Yes. Like, does that make sense? So where it was easy to be conscious, you were conscious. Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. That yeah. That's true. Yeah. And then two, per, yeah, so it was flipped. So yeah. I flipped my whole life around and I mean, so I get it. I get it, right? And and you're right. Where it was, and that happens with everybody. Where it's easy to be conscious, we will. Yeah. You know, it's the layers of your life. Yeah. And I, I heard something from my mentor the other day that I thought was so great because he was saying how... He mentors so many people all over the world and they'll say, well, I took a step back from social media. I become more conscious with that or I stopped, you know, going into the collective and he goes, great. But then what is the next layer? Because all of a sudden that becomes loud. Yeah. And it's not easier. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually you start just clearing yourself out that you become into this flow because I know people think like, oh my God, is it ever going to stop? And I know that we've even had that mm-hmm. conversation, but the guide said earlier that it's so noisy out there. Okay. It's so noisy and it's so easy to get into the swimming pool of the collective. So the collective energy is the whole collective world that I would say is unconscious because there is, let's be honest, all of you guys know that everybody around you and a lot of people around you, number one, believe that, you know, none of this exists. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, they are just they have every excuse for everything Mm -hmm. and they're not, they're, they're just straight up unconscious. Right. And they'll fight with you. They'll be like, what are you listening to? Oh, that's bullshit. Or they'll have some reason. Unconscious collective energy is that lower vibration that is so wounded that they're just seeking to fill their holes. So you can get so trapped into that. So no disrespect to say the celebrities that are dying because it's awful. It's sad. It's all the things. Yeah. But from a higher consciousness, like that day, everybody's messaging me. What's your perspective on this? Right. Because now you and I can see when a celebrity dies, what is the 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 purpose of that? Yeah. You know, because that is a soul thing that you know, happens, you know, whether that was a human error or that was a soul decision because the awakening that might trickle out from something like that is astronomical Mm -hmm. because maybe 10 people might actually shift. And, and who of those 10 shift, what do they then do for the rest of the collective? But on the opposite side of that, there is the unconscious. And you and I had a conversation Mm -hmm. about that a few days after she was here. And she's like, it is so 
insane the amount of unconscious reposting that's going on Mm -hmm. you know rest in peace rest in peace you've never talked about this person before you're not a fan you you don't even probably watch that sport yeah you don't know anything like I mean I vaguely knew that person's name prior I wouldn't even be able to tell you what team he had played for yeah right now if I was gonna go and share like why are you like think about this honestly why are you sharing that Mm -hmm. Why are you sharing it? Like, I get you feel sad. We all do. We don't want nobody to pass away. It's tragic. It's tragic. But by resharing that and getting involved in that whole thing, what what is that bringing to you? Because that's that's going into that lower consciousness density. Mm -hmm. Because all of your grief that you've never dealt with now is coming out in somebody you've never even met. And as a collective energy, you can all stew in this energy. And all of that grief energy is coming out. And everybody's just unconsciously bleeding out all their wounds yeah. all over the place. And it's a big energy storm. Well, because they then blame it on that incident. Yeah. It's not actually what happened to them. It's like now I just feel validated to, sh- to like... To take this energy and project it onto this situation. Yeah, so it becomes this unconscious like mob mentality. And we live in a time with social media that the mob mentality is nuts. Mm-hmm. Like it truly is. And it is unconscious following the unconscious following the unconscious. And you will find that you are you're most exhausted and feel you're most in a spiral energy when you grit into that yeah because I know on that day that this all happened and people are messaging me and I'm like I'm staying out of this like I'm rising and one of my friends was like good luck today and I was like yeah I get it because I can feel the energy but I really tried to stay off social media but then the next day you go on and it's even worse and it's even Mm -hmm. worse so it's really really hard to pull yourself higher and stay conscious Mm -hmm. because it's easy to go down that rabbit hole you came the one day and I looked at her and I was like fuck me. I went down the rabbit hole and I'm like bawling, <laughs> watching a video and you know, it could And then I'm like, no sympathy. You did it to yourself. Well, and I mean, <laughs> here's the thing, like that could have not even been truth. Yeah. You know, the media's are, are, are spinning all the things and even the true families are coming out, giving statements that, you know, what they're portraying and what they're saying is hurting them Mm -hmm. because it's false. But then as a collective energy, we're all feeding into it and it's this big storm. So that's what we're trying to say is what's going on is only going to get more intense. Yeah. Okay. Like the flus, the, all the things you guys mark my words, what's coming. You haven't even seen, right? Like it's, it's getting, it's getting more and more. I just shared with Carly a vision Mm -hmm. that I saw in meditation this morning and that it's natural disaster stuff. Like this is the stuff that's coming. We can feel empathy for people, but we're only here to save ourselves Mm -hmm. and to be conscious. And it's so easy to get into that. They're showing me like that tornado of energy. And what does that do? That dims your 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 body yeah your frequency because mm-hmm. i know if i type in tmz <laughs> i feel like i need to have a bath <laughs> tmz yeah right well no no it yeah you're, you're hitting the nail on the head and the thing is too is if you if you can get yourself to a point of that bird's eye view and rise above it it doesn't touch you, which is really interesting. So it's like, we're hearing all these like massive, like flu outbreaks and like the world's coming to an end. The world is in a state of dove of emergency with this coronavirus. Well, you know what? I can guarantee you, if you work on yourself and raise your vibration, you won't even be around that. Like you're you're not going to get it. No. And what's really interesting is I had a factory in China. And so I actually have connections there still. So I sent an email the other day to the girl who used to manage my factory. And I said to her, tell me like, what's going on? Is over it there? despair over there? Because over here, this news and she's like, it's, you know, it's bad, but I mean, we've lived through this before. It's not. And she's telling me all the details. And I was like, look at the contrast. Yeah. Right. Like the scare tactics that we're seeing over here in our mainstream media versus somebody who's boots on the ground. Yeah. Right. Interesting. And it's so interesting. And she's not even phased by it. 
Right. Right? But we can relate to that with fires. Yeah. How many times has Kelowna, people are like, oh my gosh, I can't come to Kelowna. The whole place is on fire. And we're like, it's not. It's smoky, but it's fine. Like, it's still beautiful. Like, okay. But you, so you have to use your discernment. Like, stop reading the news. Don't watch the news. What, like, and I've said this a million times before and it, and I'm going to say it over and over again. Look at who you're following. Mm -hmm. Look at the consumption that comes into your world. You are the vibration of people you surround yourself with. And that includes online people. Yeah. Like, honestly. Honestly, you know what? It's even probably more than the physical people because you are probably online more than you are with those people. I mean, hello. Right? People are so unconscious in their life that they're laying next to their their partner and they're scrolling on their phone and more into the energy of their phone than the partner beside them. Mm -hmm. And it's just a whole thing. You've got to bring yourself to consciousness. And that is a big, big thing this year. Big thing. And not even this year, this decade, Mm -hmm. right? Like the amount of flow of energy and abundance that's going to come in this decade is going to be amazing if you're at that vibration. Yeah. Okay. Cause the contrast of that is going to be not that. Yeah. So if you're at that vibration abundance, we're not talking just money. We're talking about flow. We're talking about happiness, health. joy, health. It's like, like my mentor said to me the other day, it's the roaring twenties, right? You know, all that that you see in the great Gatsby abundance and flow and freedom and joy, but it takes the work to get there. Mm -hmm. So you and I were talking about that earlier is it's been, it's been a topic of conversation amongst our team, how you'll see when it comes up to these big like moons and the Mercury retrogrades that the astrologers on social media will share information about this or little memes about, you know, okay, this moon is going to bring you prosperity and clarity and new beginnings. beginnings. And then you'll see the people who are unconscious Mm -hmm. share these things. Now we're not judging. I think it's great. The more people that read it, fantastic. Not judging. Yeah. But what we're trying to show is when you're sharing those things, are you actually moving into the vibration to receive the energy that that wants to give you and receive? Yes. So maybe I shouldn't have said unconscious people are sharing that because... I mean, I share them. But it's the intention behind is what we're trying to say. not everybody who's sharing it is unconscious. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. What are you doing leading up to that energy and what are you doing on that day of that energy because it takes work people you can't just go to the gym and then come out and be like I have an amazing body it's like when you just go buy your gym membership it doesn't happen oh I bought a gym membership you don't get a six-pack you gotta show up yeah you gotta you gotta work with the energy yeah of the gym of the intent of the gym of the habits and patterns So, you know, we talk about this a lot. Like we're working on one of the biggest manifestations of our physical life. The purpose of being here is going to be the core teachings of how to manifest in the new energy, which is, you know, uh, a state of being. So through that work, it's, it's very challenging. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. And I know a lot of times we think like this must not ever be happening. Mm -hmm. We're doing something wrong, but we're going to be living examples of that manifestation when it comes forth that you can't just imagine it and, and then move into that state of being Mm -hmm. and move that from quantum into this by doing nothing. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But what's going to be really interesting is when that happens, people will look at us and be like, oh, so you just did that overnight? Or like, yes. What or, you been doing? Yeah. <laughs> because they're, they're, it's going to be, it's a new, it's a new way of living to understand that we are energetic beings. Mm-hmm. Like I always say at Nights with Coco, 98% of us is unseen. Yeah. 
So you're working with this energy that's coming in. So when this energy comes in and people post this stuff on social media who who are connected in astrology and who are getting great information, they're not saying it so that you just share it on social media and hope that one day, you know, abundance makes its way to you. Mm-hmm. It does not work like that. When And I say that at Nights with Coco all the time about crystals. Yeah. If you grab if you grab a crystal and say, this is a rock, this is a piece of shit, ooh, it's gonna do something, not gonna do anything for me. Sure shit it ain't. Yeah. You but if you hold your crystal and you, you know with intent that it's gonna help you connect, it's gonna help you with your dreams, it's gonna help you with your meditation or whatever it is that you're seeking, you're gonna vibrate with that frequency. Yeah. So that is no different than the full moon, the new moons, mm-hmm. and all that. They're basically just like, um, I would say almost like those lighthouses. So it's like, okay, if you're working on manifesting abundance, the full moon is coming, okay? Amp up your work to the full moon because it's going to provide that extra flow, that extra push to help you manifest 100% because that, right? that energy is coming in. Yes. Right? It's so- like catch the wave. The wave's coming. You're going to catch it. But you have to do the work to catch it. You can't just like put your arm out and hope that it takes you along. Yeah. So doing the work is while listening to this podcast, you know, you're going to get a download of a meditation, you know, go through that meditation. It's looking at that movie that's stuck, reprogramming that, changing that, Mm -hmm. you know, Mercury retrograde is, is coming and Mercury retrograde is what they were saying Uh, showing me earlier is you're on that train and you've been going full steam ahead in your life. And then all of a sudden Mercury retrograde comes and all of a sudden the train starts backing up kind of slow-mo and you look out the window and you're like, holy shit, I didn't know that there was that city there or that job there or that relationship was really (laughs) shitty. Or what was the explanation you said earlier? Yeah, well, it, it, yeah, you're going along full speed and everything's a blur. And as soon as you have to stop and go back, all of a sudden you can see the detail. Like, wow, there's a bird in that tree that we just flew by. Or I've been in this relationship unconsciously yeah, because I've been going through the motions or telling myself all the conditioning, programming, the ego things. And Autopilot. Now, yeah. And now Mercury retrograde is making me go back and see like, hey, that fight we had a month ago or hey, it's showing you your movie. In slow-mo. Yeah. So what comes up to you in Mercury retrograde is not something to be scared of. It's something to give thanks for because it's, it's showing you what needs to go honestly or change or level up. And so that's another thing that happens in the whole social media world is Mercury retrograde, like buckle down. Oh my God. Watch all the posts that people are like, oh, you know, fuck my life. Mm -hmm. Or they want to focus on the electronics that aren't going to work and all the things, but it's a gift people. Maybe you'd have to stop and slow down and not have the access to your phone for an hour. Like, I mean, the last, <laughs> it's okay. the last Mercury retrograde we had was in November and that was the best month of my entire life. It was the best Mercury retrograde of my life because what happened in that energy was it gave me a glimpse of where I'm going. Mm-hmm. So it took me kind of back in the sense that it showed me the work that I'd done all year Mm -hmm. to then have the confidence to move into the energy of where I'm, I I am. Yeah. So that whole Mercury retrograde, you know, we were doing talks, we were, Mm -hmm. we had so many sold out events, we were impacting people, we were helping people shift and I was in alignment and you had a great Mercury retrograde then. Yeah. Like I don't even honestly remember it because nothing happened that I was like, Oh my God. But people in your life, we're having hard energy, right? Because you can see the contrast. But that one really stood out for me because it was showing me, I was taking my train back and looking and actually showing the recognition of how far I'd come. Mm -hmm. So it it comes to you in very different ways. Well, again, it's reflection, Yeah. right? So it's allowing you and almost forcing you to be conscious. Yeah, because in that time I was like, wow, wow. I'm, I'm moving into alignment. Wow. I'm moving into purpose. Wow. I haven't thought about what used to pain me for three months or wow. 
my self-worth wound isn't tinging, mm -hmm. you know, all the things. So this Mercury retrograde is going to be emotional. Yeah. It is going to bring up a lot of emotions because that movie is stuck. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it's like that nostalgia. It's yeah. like that old, they're showing me that old Western movie. Yeah. And it's like, oh. it's comforting. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. oh my God. You know, you're like getting yeah. really emotional watching the old Western movie. So this Mercury retrograde is going to be a lot of that where it's like, you need to release and let go of that old Western movie of your life. Mm -hmm. That dusty. Yeah. That's dusty and old. Yeah. So I'm talking about it now earlier to kind of get you guys prepared. I mean, like I said, we have no idea what we talk about. I don't know yeah. if, if this is going to be another topic, but they definitely wanted to emphasize this because I think it needs to be talked about mm -hmm. and really just, you know, the no BS about all this. Like mm -hmm. there's so much fear in the collective. There's so much confusion. There's so much sharing of information. You really have to listen to your body, what resonates. Mm -hmm. And this weekend is what we call a level up. Yeah. And that's happening. Actually, some months are going to have three months of level ups. Some are only going to have one uh, leading all the way up to December 2021. So it's heavy, the level oh, ups that are coming. That's a ton. Yeah. So imagine who you're going to be at the end of December 2021. And imagine if you weren't listening to this podcast, not doing the work, how much harder it will be when those level ups come because you're going to be trying to make up ground. Yeah. So what a level up is to explain what they showed us is you're on a trampoline. Okay. And you're, and you're going up and down on the trampoline and the trampoline is your life. And then you start like peeling away the layers and doing all the stuff while you're, you're, you're living your life. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the energy comes in and gives you a level up, a hand up. You bounce a little higher. So you bounce a little higher. So imagine you're on your trampoline. Now all of a sudden it's like, you know, when you're the kid and you take the air and you do the bum. The bum drop. Yeah, the bum <laughs> drop. And all of a sudden you're like really high. Yeah. That's what happens. You're level up. So when you level up, what happens? You now go to the next trampoline. The trampoline's higher. Yeah. yeah. So now you're bouncing on a, a higher trampoline. So as you're doing these level ups, you can now look. So this Sunday, like... If you're listening to this on the actual Sunday, you're having a level up in your physical body, perhaps mm -hmm. in your thoughts, in everything. And now as the weeks and the days move forward and the year, you're going to look back on December, say December, 2021 and be like, Oh my God, who was I in February, 2020? Yeah. Because you're going to be how many more trampolines up? Yeah. Like think about that. 24 trampolines, 30, 40 tramp depending on how many level ups come. I don't know the exact numbers leading up, but say that's 24 months, you know, you could have 30 more trampolines ahead of you. Mm -hmm. Like are you kidding me? <laughs> so when you're standing up 24 trampolines <laughs> ahead of you, above you and you look down like what? It's such an amazing time to be alive. It's don't get me wrong. It's hard as fuck some days but the energy when you're aware and you're conscious to it instead of letting that energy like rock you because if, if you're unconscious what's that energy doing on the trampoline well yeah you're it's, you're gonna get double bounced off that's why you need those nets you're you're yeah <laughs> you're getting bounced off you're not leveling up no you're literally getting bounced off your trampoline and on the like on the ground or hopefully those nets are there. And then if those nets are there, you're moving back and forth in between those nets. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then the people who are doing the work and who are in the conscious, the higher consciousness and aware of their life and willing to peel away the levels, they're moving up. Peace out. Yeah. We're not waiting for you. We're moving up the trampolines mm -hmm. and not every, you know, maybe not every single level up, you make it up the other trampoline, whatever's in your journey, whatever's meant to go. But if you're sincerely in it and you're really focusing on your work and you're peeling back these layers, I promise you, you're moving up the trampolines. Mm -hmm. Like there's a thing called Ascension energy that takes place. And that's a whole other topic. But I started my Ascension uh, last January and Carly started hers in September. And Ascension is... <laughs> It is, it's, it's like leveling up on crack. <laughs> yeah. It is just, it's wild. The Ascension symptoms, the, the everything. So the Ascension elevator started in 2015 and it's going all the way until 20, the end of 2021. So 
it's a whole other level of consciousness. It's a whole other level of awakening. And through that, your body changes, like everything you're clearing out. And when you move onto your ascension path, I mean, honestly, you have no choice but to go on the trampolines. Oh, yeah. I think when you're actually in, like, you're always ascending from the time you're born, but when you actually start, like, the physical ascension, I mean, you have no choice. You're on that, you're moving up that trampoline every single month because you're just so conscious of it. Well, and also, like, the con, like, your option is either, like, yeah, it's hard, keep going, but then the alternative is, like, harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the, the autopilot actually becomes harder than being, like, conscious. Yeah. Because it just becomes your, your new habit. Well, I think about like on Sunday when I was like, you know, F the world and I'm wrong. And, you know, just having that moment, that yeah. victim that I really, you know, needed to face. Yeah. Um, if I was still in that, it would be a really hard week. Yeah. But, but you're not though. Because no, but I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a lot of what the energy lives in. Right. Is but they can't pull themselves out because they're not conscious. Right. But when you are conscious and you're having that moment, it's. It's harder in the moment because now you get frustrated with yourself because you are aware yeah, of what's conscious. going on. It's ridiculous. Right. But to stay in that feeling is harder than to be a little uncomfortable and ascend up. Oh, I know. You know what I'm you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we're saying ascension can be difficult, but like the alternative once you start your ascension to like wanna grid back, it's harder. No, you can't. You, you can't. just you literally can't. No. Because even Sunday evening, um, Scott and I both were kind of in that energy and I went into the kitchen to him and I'm like, rise above, like get your consciousness higher. Like, that's exactly what I said to him. I'm like, bird's eye view, like, let's move up. Like, this is ridiculous because we can't. And then like, if we both get into like that victim kind of low energy and it doesn't last, honestly, never lasts longer than a day, then like we, it's like, it's hilarious. Like we should have a video camera on us. Cause I was like, then fine, let's grid back into the 3d fear. And like, we, like our conversations are so next level because we're just, we are so aware. So I'm like, yeah, okay, well let's make a choice out of fear then and see how that goes. <laughs> like that's how we not even fight, but that's how it sounds so nerdy to fight like that. <laughs> I know. Fine then grid back into 3d Scott. See if I care. Yeah. That's I'm right. rising yeah. above. So like, I'll say to him, like, I'll say to him, then you figure it out. You go back into 3d then. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, you be unconscious. And <laughs> that's the stuff we say. <laughs> Because, like you said, it's actually harder to do. It's harder to do because, than a little bit of Because if we actually acted on that, like, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't happen. <laughs> I'm, like, laughing so hard I'm silently laughing. Well, it just, it wouldn't happen. Because once you move on that ascension path, like, if you actually move the the action to be like, yeah, we're going to go make this decision out of fear or we're going to do this because someone told us. Like, I, I just, it just wouldn't happen. Do you know how physically sick you would become? It'd be ridiculous. <laughs> like, it would be so ridiculous. Like, to grid back into fear and to make a decision out of fear. And like, that's a lot of our, our conversations is I will say to him, you know, what decision in the last year have we made out of fear? He asked me that the other day. Mm -hmm. He said okay, I know the last year is kind of blurry for you. Say the last six months. And I sat for a good 10 minutes and yeah. I could not think of one decision I've made out of fear because every decision that we make, we discuss it. Like we'll say, is that out of fear or is this a conscious decision? Right. So we are examples of what you can get to. I mean, I think you're getting better with that mm -hmm. where you're not making it out of fear as well. Right. No, I would agree with that. I was like, well, you were saying that I was trying to think and I don't really know since September. Yeah. It's hard to think, right? Because maybe something super minor, like, like there was a point when she wasn't going to get her hair done because she was scared of what people would think, but you faced it and you went, but I still did it. Yeah. Because like, that's the I thing. So, we, so yeah. So we still have those moments of like when you're trying to make the decision, but we always still end up making the conscious decision. Yeah. And, right? and we also use the tool that I always say, if it scares you run as fast as you can Do in that it. direction. Cause that's the right one. Yeah. Right. And listen to your body. But that's this whole, that's this whole energy. And that's what we're trying to show you is how to be conscious in your life, how to recognize, you know, where you're not 
and also to recognize the energy of of this month and this day and everything and use it to your advantage. Mm -hmm. And before we go, it's also, you know, a huge thing. Like you can come to all of our events and we love it. And there's a shift. There's such a shift. Like Nights with Coco's lately have been... You really do leave a different person. Oh my goodness. Nights with Coco's lately have been you know, who you are when you leave is not the same as who you are when you left. And it's like the evolution of the night since the beginning is wild. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you came to one of our first nights with Coco, I'd almost suggest to come again. Yeah. Because it's, it's if, if, Especially if you came in September and October, yes. you should be coming now because it's just so much higher vibration and different now. It's wild. Yeah. The letters, the everything. So what, also, I want to make a point with is we, I love it. I love having all these people come. And I always say, if you never see me and Carly again, if you never work with me one-on-one, I don't care because you're in these seats right now for a moment. But what I want to really emphasize is if you come and do any type of work with us, if you come to any of our events or you're a distance and you book um, a session with me is it's not just like a one-time like share a post on social media and you're shifted. Mm -hmm. So people come and have like life altering sessions with me. And then they, they say like, they say, well, should I come like, should I come again or should I book again? And I say, you'll know when, because you've got to do the work to reverse the patterns or whatever you've been told in your session. Mm -hmm. And then when you're ready, you'll come back again and do it for the next layer. Yeah. And that's the thing. The answer is yes, you should come back, but come back once you've like done your homework. Yeah. Because like Carly's a prime example. Like she came to me last week and is like, can you do a density session on me? Like you haven't done it since March, 2018. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you got so much information. Yeah. And it was really also nice to see that the growth the yeah the, what the contrast. was what was density before is no longer in your body i had like what two points of density and they're both connected to the same thing your density was just Minor. totally in yeah. the same spot yeah. yeah compared to march 2018 when it was, it was all, all over it was all over your body yeah yeah it's so validating but it's so <laughs> interesting in your journey how it yeah, you heal, you do the work. And then there's another layer. Like we have lots of people that are now starting to come to, you know, double inner childs or double nights with Coco's or they're booking remote sessions because they're, they're doing the work. And that like inspires me and makes me so happy because, you know, we are living and walking this. And honestly, because we want everybody to feel this way. Mm -hmm. And because we also know that when our manifestation comes through the pipe, that's going to be the core of our work. And to teach people how to manifest anything that you've ever wanted in your life, Mm -hmm. bringing it from quantum into this, you have to clear the pipe, which is all this work and becoming becoming conscious. And we are also the next level of our, of our life and our work is the manifestation and the blueprint, right? Getting you on blueprint. And that all comes with doing this work. So it's, it's exciting and it's fun and you know, all those things, but you, you've got to switch your vibration and become conscious and work with the energy instead of against the energy. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to download separately, um, outside of this podcast, but it's going to be in your, in the podcast right now, uh, a new moon or full moon or whatever the heck it is this I'll weekend. It's called a level up a level, Yeah, a level up <laughs> meditation for you guys. And I'm going to do that on my own um, when the committee comes through. So I really recommend all of you, even if you're listening to this outside of this Sunday mm-hmm. that it's released, yeah. if you're listening to it, you know, a year from now, two years from now, you know, a week from now, please do the meditation because we are multidimensional beings. And when you find this and when you listen to this, the meditation is meant for you in that moment. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean you need to listen to it exactly on this day because that energy will be consistent in your life in that moment, exactly when you need it. And revisit it. If you notice in the future, another movie's replaying, 
Yeah, exactly. Re-listen to that meditation as many times as you can, because it's a tool in your toolkit to help break free of, you know, that door, that necklace that's that's stuck. And when you listen um, to that as well, don't judge, because I know a lot of people will get in their ego way and be like, I didn't see anything or I didn't feel anything. Yeah. Well, that's ego, right? Like you're not going to have these like massive breakthroughs every single time. And sometimes you will like Carly and I have a very, very active third eye. So a lot of our meditations are very visual. Mm -hmm. If I'm not visualizing something, I know that I'm just really tired that day. Like I can't hold any more capacity. And that's all that is. So I don't judge it. Then the next time I go and do a meditation, I'm like, oh my God, I was on Jupiter. You know, like (laughs) that's how it goes. So show compassion for yourself. Listen to these meditations. Share with us on Soul Rehab Podcasts. On Instagram, yeah. Yeah. Click the link if you want to book any sessions. Come to our events. People are starting to travel to come to our events. Yeah, it's so exciting. So exciting. We are looking at summer dates. Um, We're having dinners with Coco this summer. That's really exciting. So thank you guys all for being part of this conscious community. I'm super excited to have you guys all here, wouldn't you say? I'm so excited. But do you know what I'm really excited for? What? Should we go get a Pepsi? (laughs) (laughs) Peace out. (laughs)